Hey, this is Gary Peel from the band Boston, and you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. On this next segment, I'm in conversation with Mandy Kaplan. She's the writer and producer of the hilarious film 30 Nights. Hi, Mandy. Hi, Janine. So, as I've told you before, your film 30 Nights is hysterical, and right now I think everybody could use a little hysterical. A lot hysterical. I hope, I hope it provides that for everybody. Yes. Before we get into the film, tell me what you're doing right now to take care of yourself so you're not going crazy in your house, because I know, even for me, some days I'm like, this is a lot of togetherness. Ton of togetherness, <laughs> yes. I mean, I sing and dance every day, even if my family doesn't like it. <laughs> you know? I'm just telling the truth. That's good. Um, I'm definitely, uh, I take daily walks, and on those walks, I listen to podcasts and audiobooks and I create future ideas and you know I'm, I'm always scheming and planning creative things for when this is over it's great yes now I hear you I mean it, it it helps me stay sane when I have these different ideas and I'm I'm doing something and just a diversion yes you know absolutely so tell me how you got to where you are now how you got into yeah. was voiceover first acting I think it was acting first correct I was a musical theater major in college, and that was always my first love and my goal. And I was living in New York City, and I got a voiceover audition for a cartoon show, and I got the show, and that changed the trajectory of everything. That became how I made a living, things knock wood a million times over. I love it so much. And that now voiceover is my bread and butter, and musical theater, and comedy, and writing, and Acting are all things I get to do to feed my soul. That's great. Yeah. I feel like it's so important to feed your soul. That's a really good point. Absolutely. We all have to. You just have to find what it is and find a way to make it happen. I mean, sometimes people, um, well, I know as we get older, we forget how to play. Uh, you know, life takes over. People might say, oh, I used to love playing guitar. Or I used to love doing this. Or... But it's it's okay to do those creative things when I mean, we need that. Mm-hmm. We couldn't need it more right now. Oh, I agree. I agree. I actually, uh, lately I've been thinking I need to play more guitar. i got to make time. So last night about 8.30, I went into this little room we have downstairs, shut the door, brought down my Fender amp, my guitar. And, you know, I thought, I'm not going to work on a song. I'm just going to play whatever comes to me. And right. oh, it was so incredible! Just to, I was so relaxed, like the most relaxed I've been in a long time. Oh, that's great! You know? Yeah. So let's talk about your film. Did you write this with other people? I did. I co-wrote it with my co-star Johnny Jackaloni and our director Tom W. Metz. So the three of us really took equal parts and co-writing and co-producing, and then Tom was our director. When I watched this film, and I told you this, it's really rare to watch a film that you're laughing every few seconds. I mean, it, it's so funny. Thank you so much. I, I think so. And then, you know, from sitting around laughing at a table, writing it, to the time when someone sees it, it's such a long time, mm-hmm. riddled with the idea of like, are we kidding ourselves? Is this funny? <laughs> no, but but we got to see it with an audience at its premiere, and, and the laughter felt 
real, and my mom wasn't even there laughing. It was it was real people, real audience, and it Great. was thrilling. Did you did you write this face to face with your team, or did you each go off and write segments? Both, both, definitely both. Yeah, a lot of face to face time because we we became so close during the process, and um, and then a ton of okay, I'll go home and take a crack at it and email it, and we'll email copious rounds of notes. It works really well. Tommy said in an interview, which I loved, that he called me a joke machine, which I take to be the highest praise. Uh, that's I'm great. all about the jokes. Johnny mm. is extremely good at structure and, you know, figuring out where the heart of the film is. And Tommy balanced those things and was able to call through them and find how to make it all work. So good, good team. It was, it is a good team. I have no heart or soul. I swear to you, all I do is jokes. (laughs) (laughs) But it was, it was so funny. I mean, there was, there was such surprising moments and then just hilarity, you know, he slugs her, she slugs him, and it was so funny. And and it's so rare, you know, when I'll get the screeners uh, through SAG, you know, SAG-AFTRA, and I don't see anything funny, and I need funny. We all, everybody needs funny all the time. I agree. Especially in, in dark times. Right. You know? yeah, I feel so good about saying I promise distraction, I guarantee laughter. It won't, you know, cure the world's ills, but it will give you that I can guarantee for 94 minutes you will be happily entertained I'll say (laughs) Uh, where can people watch this it's on Amazon right it's on Amazon Prime to stream and a site called 2B T-U-B-I and it's available on DVD on Amazon and Target and Barnes and Noble so it's thrilling to be able to say you can get it anywhere now fantastic so are you already in the process of writing your next comedy not directly Mm-hmm. Uh, the the three of us haven't really we have ideas we have a couple of outlines but we haven't really delved into it because we were waiting for this one to come out in the world which happened only after the new year so uh, but I I'm producing I I have a cabaret in Los Angeles that I produce oh yeah tell me about that um it's called miscast right singer wrong song and it's my baby it's my pride and joy and I uh, every three months. I gather a new group of about 12 incredible performers, and we sing songs for which we are the wrong race, gender, <laughs> age, type. It's all tongue-in-cheek, and it's all for charity every time. I've never made a dime off of it. It keeps me creative. It keeps me happily choreographing ridiculous numbers. And I love it. And that's where a lot of my energy goes, my creative energy anyway. Are you going to do this via Zoom? Uh, we, we have not visited that idea yet. Okay. This is a live show I've done for 10 years. Yeah. And if people keep saying, do it on Zoom, do it on Zoom, it doesn't quite feel... That's true. It hasn't clicked for me yet how to make it my tone rather than just, oh, the cast of Dear Evan Hansen did it, so we'll do it. That's not what Miscast is. Miscast is so tongue-in-cheek and funny that I want to make sure it's still Miscast. Yes. If I do that. Yes. So, so my brand, not mm-hmm. we all got together and sang a song. Right. Have you always been a performer since you were little? Always. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Where, where does that confidence come from? I envy it. I didn't say I was confident. <laughs> I mean, I was that obnoxious kid after dinner, you know, when Grandma and Grandpa would be over, and I would say, okay, everybody, now I'm going to sing a song. I'm going to tap dance in the living room. I mean, I was mm-hmm. always performing. And it's not just, I don't think it comes from confidence. For me, it's like a burning need to perform and be creative. Yeah. And I just love it. And That's great. to be honest, Janine, it's a need for applause and approval. Yeah. I mean, 
I get it. We're like, you could just take classes. I'm like, I could, but nobody claps for me when I <laughs> right. clap. So. Right. Oh, that's so funny. Because I actually started taking voiceover. It was more of, yes, learning learning the skills, but also trying to get out of my shell, mm-hmm. which I think is good. Can you talk about, for people that, you know, they're older and they want to do something like this, like the benefits? To do, well, I, I, don't, even, I don't know that it applies to performing or the creative arts. I think it applies to anything. Right. Any new thing you take up that, that feeds your soul, it could be golf or macrame or adopting a pet or whatever, volunteering, I love, I think volunteering is a key component of life. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, find it, do it to the, I think people think, oh, I don't have the time because I can't, I can't put on a show like Mandy does. I don't have the time for that. Right. But I found a way to do it that I do have time for. You know, we, re- we rehearse very little. I only ask people who can give just a few hours of their time. I only do it every three months because that's all I can do. Sure. So to take the pressure off of, if I'm going to take something up, I have to do it full tilt all the time. That pressure needs to go because even if you're doing something once a month or once a year, if you find a way to do it and it can make you happy as you fall asleep thinking about it, that's the key. It's so fulfilling. Oh, it's just, it's the best. I, I mean, I've, I've told, I told my audiences at my first few shows, Miscast was born from my postpartum depression. Really? Oh, oh, I was beside myself with this beautiful, extraordinary child who I thought was uh, taking away the opportunity to perform. Interesting. So I created my own opportunity, and I created my own show, but I couldn't certainly devote hours and hours and hours to it because I had a newborn. Sure. So I did it in a way that was possible. I think it's great. I I think of it as a lifesaver. Yeah. Well, you know, the name of my show is Get the Funk Out. Oh, yes, I know. So, you know, that's also why I was so intrigued to talk to you. Tasia uh, introduced us, Tasia Valenza, who I adore. And I thought, this is so inspiring to talk to you and all the different things you're doing. Thank you. Back at you. (laughs) Thanks. Any suggestions for people, because we're all home, to stay sane, you know, to be creative, to get out of their shell? Yeah, I mean, we're lucky we live in a day and age with technology, so you could film, I, I spoke to a friend, I'm not doing this, it's her idea, but they're filming a little online journal every day, mm-hmm. they look back at this time. I know my son said, I want to learn guitar. We were like, well, now is the best time. You bet. Pick up an instrument and go on YouTube. I think these things are widely available where they wouldn't have been 10 years ago or 20 years ago. Right. So, you know, any project you have that you've been putting off because you didn't have the time, now's the time. Start writing start journaling, start writing poetry, writing songs, writing jokes, writing anything you can, you know? I feel like people a lot of times, just like me, like we have all these ideas and we're looking for that that break in our life. And, and as you said, now is the time. Yes. You know, you'll be so glad you did it. Oh, 100%. And to, and to stay connected to those around you. Collaborations right. will be born from this. People will start talking to their old college roommate and come up with a funny idea and write it together on Zoom. Right. You know, stay connected. Keep putting your ideas out there. I've been doing a lot of different things from, you know, voiceover to even I downloaded this um, comic book app that really fascinated me because I, I love I love quick jokes and I love, you know, the quick buildup in a comic strip. And I was trying to apply it to the quarantine. Yes. 
And the simplest thing, like, you know, a dog saying, oh, I don't get to go to the groomer and it looks like a mop. And then, you know, the last frame is this poor dog has been chopped by their owner <laughs> who couldn't wait. And it looks like like a five-year-old cut cut its hair, you know. But just, it could have been a five-year-old in this day and age, we don't know. What did you say? It could have been a five-year-old. Yes, it could have been a five-year-old, exactly. I mean, I know I'm guilty of cutting my own hair at four, and that's what it looked like, so. Yeah, my son, um, when he, you know, if he's like, oh, I don't want to finish my math, I'm like, finish it or you're grounded. <laughs> don't get to go out and see your friends. You know, we're making our own fun here. I, I exactly. think it's funny every time he's a little over the joke. We're <laughs> all grounded. We are totally grounded. Yeah. I know. But as I mentioned at the beginning of my show, my heart really goes out to all the nurses and doctors and first responders and everybody because, wow, are they in the trenches. They're heroes. Right? Plain and simple. Absolute heroes. Yeah. Somebody said, forget about Emmys and Oscars and all that. Let's just have awards for those people because, wow. That and I love that idea. Right? CNN does that. CNN does hero awards. That's right. So. They do. Well, that's what they should do. So where can people find out more about you? I have a website, mandykaplan.com, and I'm on Instagram, mandy underscore kaplan underscore clevens, my married name. Okay. And the movie is 30 underscore nights underscore movie, and miscast is miscast LA, and I'm everywhere on Instagram and Facebook, and Fantastic. right now I'm just in my kitchen. <laughs> Well, I'm in my home studio slash closet. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I can relate. Well, I want to thank you so much for calling in. This has been fantastic, and congratulations on everything you're doing. Thank you so much. So great to connect with you. All right, that's a wrap for this week's show. If you want to follow me on Twitter, just visit moms, M-O-M-Z underscore rock. I'm also on Facebook at Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, Bernstein, B-E-R-N-S-T-E-I-N. The show blog is getthefunkoutshow.kci.org. And if you'd like to find out about being a guest, just send me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, at KUCI.org. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.